Fantasy Football Week 8. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When you talk about the Cowboys, don't you know that you can count me out? Hey, this is High Tech Jerry. Here we go. Listening to the Sausage Hub Podcast with Johnny Chabasa. This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbasa. You say you want a revolution, you say you want tricks or treats, you say you want sour cream, which is flopping dollars all over everything. You say you want a cure, you say you want a treatment, you say you want a lot of things, baby. You know what Johnny Kilbasa says he wants? That's right, some fantasy football ferocity for week eight. Week seven left you in the dust. Bye weeks kicking your ass. You don't know what to do. You're scraping the bottom for anything you can get your hands on. You got lucky with a couple pickups, but those pickups are going to be back on the waiver wire soon enough because the people that they replace are coming back off the IR and all of that. So many questions filling your head. So many things you need to know. So many things you wish you could do to win that big game coming up this weekend. And if you have all these questions, who else should you ask besides America's commissioner, the foremost authority on all things fantasy football mission. You say you want winning fantasy football? Get your crayons. We're good, Mr. Kabasa. Great. We're good. is the best. And you put yourself together a program. And I'll tell you what, I'm ready for some fantasy football, Mr. Kabasa. That's what I want. And you know what else I want, Mr. Kabasa? Of all the things in the world, Mishy, what would you want next? Next? Oh, that's really neat. I should rephrase that. But what I would like, Mr. Kilbasa, is to know, is there a, a fantasy, is there a football minute in my future coming right now? There's always a fantasy football minute in your future, everybody. It's what I want. For week seven, let's kiss it goodbye. Week 7 in the NFL. Big Ten's back week in college. Smell my feet. Give me something good to eat week in America. Your downtown Panthers had another shootout, and this time they vanquished the Trojan horses of Alabama. The Coastal Carolina Shankleteers are ranked number 25 in America. They played Georgia State this weekend. It's on TV. Get your Panther t-shirts now. Your Midtown Bumblebeeves got their honey stolen again. Rebuilding's hard, but the future's bright. Kinda. Your Choke City Chokers choked to the steak sandwich city lines and choked up a choke job by scoring a touchdown and choking up a game winning drive you know what they say when in choke city choke is the chokers choke greg shianu's rutgers scarlet knights upset sparty ha ha cardinals upset the seahawks ha ha niners upset the patriots ha ha the football team smashed the cowboys ha ha america's team the cleveland browns know how to make a bad team look good but in the end they barely squeak past the bengals but hey five and two is five and two mark arams new york football giants are great at losing and danny don't is great at tripping over the 10 yard line but still they're only one game off the pace in the nfc least and last night the midway monsters took on the golf city rounds on the monday night football hey there you go your fantasy football ferocity football minute for week seven week seven 
is mostly in our rear view mirror and we're gonna move on to week eight because that's all we like to do is talk about fantasy football Michi, what do you say brother i'm saying week seven was spectacular it opened with danny dimes tripping over a line on the field like he was in sixth grade and forgot that uh, his parents were watching and then he remembered oops i forgot how to run and it ended up and it ended up with dk metcalf on sunday night making uh, looking like usain bolt and chasing down just chasing that man down from the cardinals Bubba, Bubba Baker, what a Buddha Baker, rather, and that was the play of the weekend. Um, there was a mistake, and it was super hustle, and there was some winning football, and yours truly got on the uh, back on the winning track, as I told you I would. In fact, that was record breaking, as the dream foretold, and uh, I am so excited uh, for week eight. Let's not look at week seven except to have some fun and let's move forward. Let's get it all. Yeah. I got another I got another thing I want, Mr. Kabasa. You just want a lot of things tonight, Mishy, and I'm here to give you all the tricks and all the treats that you desire because you're dressed up like John Madden this year for Halloween. I, uh, you know, that that's the that's the COVID forty, I guess you would call that the extra weight if I'm looking like John Madden. But I do enjoy sporting the white uh the white collared in the button and the short sleeve looking nice, maybe a little black tie like I want to be in Men in Black or the Blues Brothers or something. But what I really want, Mr. Kabasa, what I really, really need in my, you know, sort of trick-or-treat sort of mindset, week eight, is there a butcher block? Do we have the butcher tonight? Can we speak to the voice of reason and can we really get week started, week eight started right? Tell me, that's what I want. Can I have it? Let's see what we can do, Mishy. Hello? Hello! And here she comes, the champion, the resident champion, the newest member of the theme song club, the VIP herself, the vegetarian butcher. How you doing, butcher? I'm doing better now talking to you guys. That's good. Everybody's had a rough week. Everybody's had crappy weather. But the Butcher knows how to win fantasy football games. And this week, we're going to start things off with the Butcher Block. With the Vegetarian Butcher. Without further ado, take it away, Butcher. I think you're overstating my uh, ability to win at fantasy football just a tad. Considering I was in first place in one league, and I slid to fourth, I believe, in one week. Yep. Oh, fifth. Oh, Mishy's ahead of me. Mishy's fourth. And Mishy, a big congratulations to his 223 points in one week. Don't, don't forget the decimal points. Oh, I'm sorry, point eight. I apologize. That was an epic, epic performance. Slice that gets sliced and diced. Shut up, Mitchie. (laughs) Hello. Well, in Kibasa, first place in the other league, and I am in the basement. So I don't know how long I could ride this champ thing out, but we'll see where I'm at at the end of the year. I appreciate it. Um, let's see. One thing. I learned in fantasy football 
is arrogance gets you nowhere. And when you're cocky and pick up somebody because your wire, waiver wire priority is higher, um, that's uh, probably not a good thing. And it makes you slide to fifth place. <laughs> so a little, a little drink of my liquid courage. And I'm sad to say they're benching one of my favorite beards. We all talked about this. We knew it was time for him to surrender his uh, beautiful beard and chest hair in Miami. But Fitzmagic is no longer the starter. It makes me a little sad. Um, I think Mishy predicted that two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, that Tua was going to start right about now so again I rode the uh, beard train probably too long so those are the things I learned in week seven in my fantasy nightmare that is now a dumpster fire and so to top it all off I get to play the flying monkeys but here we are now we're in week eight there you go, the butcher black with the vegetarian butcher cutting it up and serving it to you raw. The butcher black brought to you by whatever you want it to be brought to you by. Trick or treat now with the butcher black. Oh. All right, the Butcher Black in full effect. We're off and running here. Week eight in fantasy football ferocity. We've got the Security Council quorum meeting right now, and we're going to get on to bigger and better things. Whew. Thanks for coming, Butcher. Thanks for coming, Mishy. We've got all sorts of things to cover tonight. And where in the hell should we even start? I know where we can start. We've got an we've got some in-house family business to take care of in the PSL paid this week. Mishy and Johnny Kilbasa are gonna be squaring off in the fantasy Uh-oh. squared circle. We've got all sorts of there's not gonna be any love loss here. There's not gonna be any punches pulled here. Any dirty trick in the book this week, Mishy. I'm coming for Any you. You're coming for book. me. We're going to be breaking Any- some furniture. <laughs> so, where are you guys ranked? Who who is above who, or what? Where are you at in the PSL? Let's. See. I have. Uh, we're right at the same uh, one loss. We're four and three, and our tiebreaker. I'm sorry, America. I'm. I just. I have a rosy cheek, and I'm laughing so hard. I'm, I can't believe I can talk. <laughs> Um, I'm a couple points ahead of him in the tiebreakers, and it's on, like you said, and I'm going to crush him, and that's just the way it's going to be because I'm Mishy, and he's Mr. Kilbasa, and uh, um, um, it's going to be tough, but I'm going to do it. He's got Patrick Mahomes. He's got your man Patrick Mahomes, who doesn't seem to be able to grow a beard starting, and uh, I have a substitute, and I picked up my man Teddy Bridgewater playing Thursday night, Thursday night. Thursday night. It's going to be a good matchup. I think that uh, Mr. Kibasa is known for playing in the mud. In America, we spoke about that. Butcher, you know about it. If you're a 100-point team, you're going to score 65 against Kibasa. And I am going to do everything, everything, everything to load enough shoes, the mud shoes, the track shoes, the sneakers in case it snows. 
and we're coming for you, Mr. Kielbasa. We're going to call it a business trip. We're going to call it week eight. And uh, the challenge is the challenge. Shoot, the challenge is to be the last man standing. I'm looking forward to it. The big zit on my forehead that I'm trying to hide with a <laughs> nice hat pulled down is my running back situation. I've, uh, as I await Nick Chubb coming off the IR to save me, Adrian Peterson's done nothing but bad stuff. Le'Veon Bell, hey, you're back. I overreached for you in the beginning, and here you are back on a good team. You got a little bit of run in last week. I'm hoping for a big deal there. I'm happy with my wide receivers as long as Julio Jones is going to play. Amari Cooper due for a big game. Darren Waller, solid. Miles Gaskin, up and coming. Justin Tucker, all he does is kick field goals. And then uh, I'm just turning a blind eye to my defense. <laughs> well, you got the Bears defense going, and they're okay. Mr. Cabasa, looking at your lineup, the best is a couple of very good things here. Adrian Peterson's time is in Detroit is not one of them in this game, but you, you have a tough matchup and you've got very few options. Le'Veon Bell, would you not call this a Le'Veon Bell uh, sort of revenge game and Andy Reid's going to make sure he gets touches oh, within hope. the five-yard line? Yeah, I hope There's, so. It's going to happen. And the best news of all on your lineup is Mr. Julio Jones is playing in the playground on Thursday night. And quite frankly, quite frankly, he and Mahomes are going to light up your life. Um, Patrick Mahomes, for the sake of argument against my Jets, the Kansas City Chiefs will have 30 points before halftime. Le'Veon Bell might get one or two of those touchdowns. And in my humble opinion, four of their first half touchdowns are going to be air yards, and I'm in big trouble in this matchup. I'm just trying to compete. You got some heavy hitters. You got you got Mahomes. You got Le'Veon, who's going to produce, and Julio, who's a super stud, um, especially on Thursday night. And Ms. Butcher, he had mentioned a player, and I want to ask you about the state of the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, Jesus As a, Christ. <laughs> and Mr. Kibasa, this impacts both of us because I have Ezekiel Elliott and you have Mr. Cooper. Yeah. Um, I have Zeke. What are, doing, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing with Cowboys? As a fantasy football owner, we were loaded up and happy when Dak was there. Um, this week, we're going to have the Danucci effect. And should we not, under the auspices of the Danucci, Danucci protocol, um, really not start any Dallas Cowboys this week and only start the Philadelphia Eagles defense in this game? Which well, you my, my, my arrogance that I referred to was Andy Dalton, who I picked up off of the waiver wire after... Um, Jack got down, yeah. Yeah, and um, that's been a big uh, goose egg right there. Now he's under you know concussion protocol. And yeah. I, I got him on my bench because... I reached for him in a waiver wire, and I got rid of. I think you picked up golf that I let go, and I'm and, like, I'm, and I'm very thankful for that opportunity. Yeah, tell me how arrogant and stupid that move was. So I, I can tell you this, Butcher, that you had a yeah. free agent, Mr. Kibasa. She had a free agent pick two in front of me because the guy I had was the silly redhead who now has like scrambled, uh, fried, and scrambled above below his red hair. And she saved me from that particular fate, and I'm very appreciative of that too, Butcher. You jumped. Yeah, I think I've saved the, the whole league from that fate because I know he was on a lot of waiver wire claims. 
And Zeke, I don't even know what to tell you there. I mean, four fumbles. He hasn't done that since college, maybe, if ever. ever. I don't know. No, he didn't ever. do that in college. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. When, when Ezekiel Elliott was two years old running in the house, he didn't fumble. There's yeah, just, and just I don't something know to it. Disconnect between him and Andy Dalton? I, I don't know. The, the Cowboys are a worse you know, mess than the Broncos, so. And uh, almost as bad as my Jets. Mr. Kielbasa? Well, well, I don't know about that. But. Mr. Kielbasa will have plenty of time to talk about the Danucci effect. What I'm here to tell you is that you're not playing in the mud, and I'm going to need a big game and a heartbreaker from your man Kareem Hunt, and I'm going to need Ezekiel Elliott to show up, and then we're going to have a competitive game. For the sake of uh, love, respect, and uh, – the year of 2020, Mr. Cabasa, I want a straight-up cash wager on this bet between you and I in this fantasy football game. Okay. $500. Straight cash money, 500 Straight cash money. Straight cash money, $500. When I win, I'm going to donate it to some charity. And I'm not. About that, butcher. that sounds pretty impressive. You think it's true? I don't think it's true, but it sounds pretty good. It sounds pretty good. I, I, like, I, I like how you demoted uh, uh, Zeke to your flex position. <laughs> you don't have I did. I, I had no other. I had an emotional response. Where's it? The next place he's going is the bench. And if Debo Samuel was healthy, um, Ezekiel Elliott might be on the bench. This is. Um, Butcher, you remember we put some football teams get put on a block too. And my football Jets last year were down to their fourth and fifth quarterback. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. just, you know, they had nothing. You play the uh, opponent's defense against them. You don't start any of the offensive players. Well, in 2020, the Danucci effect is in full effect. And it's going to have a big impact. Which Cowboy, his wide receiver, or Ezekiel Elliott scores more points is going to decide our game. And we have a week um, we'll, we're going to return to see whose neck is on the block. Um, I'm going to take care of business, though, if I have to if I have to be direct and forward. Mr. Cabasa. Yeah, good luck. You, uh, you got a guy on your team that NFL.com doesn't even have a picture of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's the, there's the silhouette with a helmet on. Brandon Ayuk had a great game last week, but uh, hey, nice to meet you, bro. Welcome to the big time. Welcome to Team Michi. We're going to care. Welcome to the club. We're going to count. We picked you up. We're starting you. That's, that's how we do it. That's how we roll. Yep. Have a big that's why game. I'm I honestly think that the, the Cowboys are going to bounce back and have a good game against the Eagles, but we'll get to that one later. Why don't we, while we've got the champ vegetarian busher here during her reign, why don't we talk about those Denver Broncos hosting the red hot Los Angeles Chargers, a 405 game on Sunday. Hey, what do you think, Butcher? Hey. I don't even, like I said, I don't know. I think the Broncos have more reasons for sucking than the Cowboys right now, but I I don't, yeah, I don't have high hopes for this game. Is Melvin Gordon back? He is. He is. And he is in my lineup, so. Now, Butcher, Melvin Gordon is still, 
all you Bronco backers, Melvin Gordon is still due a suspension from his arrest a week or so ago. And for the sake of it, pay attention to his status. He's healthy, yes. Lindsey's out with a concussion. You know, Mr. Gordon is a top four guy this week in his, in his uh, bloodbath revenge match with the Chargers. And mm-hmm. the question is, what is what and it's not what the league is going to do with him because it's a three game suspension. It's when are they going to enforce it? And uh, I'm just I'm all I'm saying is I love him, but pay attention. That's all. Your Broncos are going to win this game. Um, oh yeah, so, yeah. If you have Drew Locke still on your program, um, he's a two touchdown plus maker. And that, what I saw the char- in the Chargers last week, Butcher, is uh, a team with a rookie quarterback who got really lucky. And if you think Herbert is going to be a four touchdown maker against Denver, three touchdown maker, whatever this kid was, um, I think we're vastly mistaken. We're going to see Drew Locke shine for the first time, Mr. Kielbasa. Mm. Drew Locke is going to be a top 10. Nah, forget that. He's going to be a top seven fantasy football quarterback. Denver's scoring 30 points. So is that why he's Bronco in your lineup? Yes, ma'am. It is exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. And, We've got the, the Drew Locke cheerleader squad going on. And Michy's on board. There's there's yeah. a whole group of people, Mr. Kilbasa, in Denver, as you know. There's like 18,000 cardboard cutouts of South Park characters. Does everyone, is everyone aware of that? Yes. Were you yeah. aware of that, Butcher? Yeah. yeah. Are they going to sell those for charity? Because I want one. I have no idea. I want one. Mr. Kibasa, can we put an intern on that? Sure. Well, I'll uh, check. keep checking eBay. Which one do you want? <laughs> um, Kenny, you got you to <laughs> pick, pick Kenny. Come on. Come it's on. 2020. I mean, what else are you going to do? Voice of reason, America. You, so in your opinion, do the Chargers, uh, Chargers come out to play this weekend, Butcher, against the uh, – you know, whoever loses this game is in last place, and it's it's pretty big. What do you think? What's the, what's the thinking as a Bronco fan? A little bit of optimism, actually, a little bit of I doom. Do. What do you got? No, I do have a little bit of optimism. I actually think they're going to eke out a a win. Oh, okay, okay. You guys are both confident in the Broncos. No, I no not confidence. <laughs> eking, <laughs> eking out a win. Who's a touchdown maker? Who's a fantasy touchdown maker for Denver here, aside from Be- Melvin Gordon? Hmm. Hmm. The big tight end going to show up? Jerry Drudy going to finally score another oh, touchdown? I think Jerry Drudy. Good. Jerry's a good, good call. I think I like that call. That's a good call. Noah yeah. Fan. Everybody's thinking Noah Fan. Or is he, he's healthy this week, I believe. Yes, he is. I picked him up. I picked him up because uh, – because I need He's to beat Mr. Gilbasa. I yeah. think um, there's a potential for a touchdown maker there. I don't want to get too strong on this because I am playing Kabasa and people accuse me of willing things to happen, Butcher. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you will like a, a lottery ticket to me? Or is that... I don't, I don't, uh, I don't play the lottery. I never uh-huh. play the lottery. Never. Can you imagine that? I never play the lottery ever. Okay. I so put a dollar. <laughs> I'll put a dollar on a football a bet this scratchy. weekend. Let's I'll put a do, dollar um, on the Broncos to win. I'll give you guys. Right. I'll give both of you guys three points. Denver's getting three points right now. I'll give you both three points. Let's put a little wager on this. Okay. Perfect. 
what's the uh what's the best vegetarian dish you can get in denver colorado butch oh let's see hmm good question <laughs> all right make it a make double some, uh, killer uh, green chili macaroni and cheese green chili mac and cheese that sounds really good I'm writing that one down too, America. Where's my crayon? A gallon of it. Gallon of it. With some crispy topping on that. Mm, yes. Crispy topping. I love crispy topping. I'm taking that. I'm taking that. What do you want in return, Mister Kibasa? Uh That's what I'll take. No, well, I'll buy it if you win, and you buy it if I win. And a nice. Uh craft brew to wash it down yeah growlers growlers for everybody yeah. all right what's a nice uh what's a bra- what's a denver uh coors light what's a denver brewery <laughs> <laughs> hey i'm a i'm not ashamed to be a coors girl i grew up on that but uh left hand uh, brewery is uh in my hometown so left hand brewery it is is that milk do they go. have the milk stout left hand milk stout? yes they do how about the growlers the of nitro yeah there we yeah. go we're on it's on now oh, okay now now it's week eight now it's week eight now we're talking about football now we're talking about getting it on all right denver and los angeles a lot of drama there more than people think a lot of fantasy players in there the chargers don't have a running game the Chargers have been relying on keenan allen you got him you got to start him you might start the tight end, and uh, everyone's high on this quarterback. And this is the week the Broncos get a pick six, difference maker, and we're going to be enjoying some mac and cheese, Mr. Kabasa. And you can watch us eat. Write it down. Denver is just one of your surprise picks. I'm, in. I'm inspired. All right. I'm inspired right now. <laughs> All right, let's move on to a, another game here that's going to be important to me. The five and two Cleveland Browns at home, heading into a bye week, hosting the Las Vegas Raiders on the road. Mishy Butcher, we lost your guy OBJ, but I think it's just going to be a next man up situation in Cleveland. I don't know, man. We almost got beat by the Bengals, but the Bengals are better than what people think. I think Joe Burrow had the most passing yards. That means our defense sucks. But, hey, we got some swagger back. Cleveland Browns and Raiders, Bishy. Well, there's a lot of fantasy love going on here. Your Cleveland Browns. Butcher, you know what? I, you know who I'd like to put on your uh, Butcher block one time? I'd like Butcher. to put on them, them Cleveland Brown fans. We're all boo-hoo, woe is us, Baker is a bust from about eight days ago. And I'd like you to chop little pieces of them and feed them to the dog. <laughs> wow. Good thing this isn't a children's show. Because the Cleveland Browns are sitting in a really nice position against a Raiders team. Aside from nobody, they probably they have the worst defense in football. And Baker Mayfield, the discussion about Odell Beckham not playing, you have to replace him. Are you picking up another hyphenated person, people's hyphen Jones, Mr. Kilbasa, or are you picking up uh, Richard Higgins? Hollywood and Higgins. What is that? Pete Don- Donovan the last Peoples time I heard Jones. a guy named Richard Higgins. 
Donovan you know, you have, to, you have to pick him up. You have to pick him up. Do we have one more week of Kareem Hunt and then a bye and then Nick Chubb coming back? Is that the fantasy laydown, nah, Mr. Kavasa? We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully. I'm not rushing okay. anything. So I, we still have Kareem, Hart as, Kareem Hunt as a must-start. Top five guy. Um, who, who is the new tight end du jour? David Njoku's back. Is this young man Harrison Bryant worth picking up, Mr. Kabasa? Give no. us some fantasy insight on a tight end out there. No, no. Njoku's going to step up because I think Hooper's still out. With, is, I don't know if he's going to play because he had a appendicitis. <laughs> yeah, he, missed, he might miss another game. It depends how that works. Yeah. It depends how long he gets cleared. I have heard he didn't practice yet, so there's a little bit of a toss-up. Javaris Landry is now the must-start one more time. Baker Mayfield. You started him last week, people. You picked up five touchdowns. That's why I want the Cleveland Brown fans on the butcher block because they were ready to cut him. They were ready for Cam or Case Keenum or Cam Newton or whoever the hell they were supposed to start a quarterback. Yeah. And Baker Mayfield starting this week. He's a starter this week. He proved it last week. And I'm starting Kareem Hunt as a top five guy. Give me Landry. And Mr. Kabasa, can I give you a little insight moving forward in fantasy football? Sure. Your Cleveland Browns defense is going to be something to take note of for uh, going towards the playoffs. I did a little digging. And in week 15, you play the New York football Giants. And in week 16, you play the New York football Jets. And if there was ever a defense to stash sometime in the next month, it's the Cleveland Browns. Butcher, make a note of it. Everyone, make a note of it because this is that's the play of the year. Cleveland's going to be very good. They're going to get right this right this week. How about their opponents, Mister Cabasa? What do you what do you see as competition here for your Cleveland team? Well, you never know what the quarterbacks can do. He sometimes has great games and sometimes he doesn't show up. But Derek Carr isn't. He doesn't suck and he has good games. That's what. What can you say? Josh Jacobs always somebody to. I, I you know I think the Browns are going to give up a lot of running yards and of course I need a big game out of my tight end Darren Waller. I need him well. to do well. So, and of course Jason Witten ain't in, ain't around anywhere. <laughs> as far as <laughs> no, not wide, at least, wide but... receivers, I don't even know who they have left. What Hunter Renfro and Nelson Aguilar? Is that what they got, Mish? Butch? <laughs> yes, pretty much. Yes, pretty much. And Nelson Aguilar is scoring a touchdown a game. Um, and I always like Hunter Renfro, but he's just you know you can't really trust that. Um, what else are you going to do? I got news for you guys in Cleveland. Josh Jacobs is about as crappy as a fantasy <laughs> football RB1 that you can possibly get in 2020. Derek Carr, I would think that he's he's an interception away from, uh, you know, getting a chin right in his face and Chucky getting pissed. Wow. Um, Butcher, Butcher, do you agree or disagree that Cleveland is going to manhandle the Las Vegas Raiders this weekend? What do you say? I hope so, and I got Jarvis Landry in my lineup, even though he's questionable. I guess he what he's been playing with broken rib. Yeah, is that what that is? Man. But he's never missed a game, so he's playing with red hair too. So that was that. So just so you know, I'm counting um, on it. You know so how I, I would, feel about the Raiders. You're not a you're not a big fan of the Raiders. Not a big no, fan. No Bronco fan would see. be. <laughs> I can see Mr. Kibasa, your man Waller is a machine, and he's a touchdown maker. He's going to help your cause. Darren Waller puts 100 and a touchdown up. I'm not losing this.
this week, Mr. Kielbasa. Mm. And I would not I, – I know Cleveland, what I said about them. Um, the Cleveland defense is going to take care of business, and it's going to start against this Las Vegas team that's having more than a few issues running the ball, and they still have, aside from Waller, questionable talent catching the ball. I think Cleveland's putting up another 30, Mr. Kielbasa, in Oakland. I'm going to call them Oakland because they're not Los Angeles. They're not Oakland again, and damn it, screw them. They're Las Vegas, but the Oakland Raiders are going to get a whooping in the great state of Ohio this weekend. And mm. the fantasy loves all in the Cleveland Browns side, especially Kareem Hunt, especially yeah. the wide receiver. And hopefully the, and, the it's going to be in the mid-40s up there. Hopefully the Raiders aren't going to want to play in the crappy weather. <laughs> and let's hope that the Browns will. All right, hey, let's go. Let's go. We're heading into a bye week. I want to be 6-2 and two at the bye week instead of 5-3. and three. Let's be 6-2. That's perfect. Yeah. What else? You know, aside from uh, aside from fantasy football, what what really? What more could you ask for? Nothing. In the time of COVID, not much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. Take that. Is there another heartbreak that we're going to bring up, or can we just? <laughs> Let's get to the King Kong Bundy squash match of the week, everybody. <laughs> oh, and time for a great surprise. Heading out into the. Big Sky Country, Barbecue Country. Oh, geez. Those Jets of yours, Michigan. You're going to head out and take on the defending Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. My guy, Patrick Mahomes, going against your guys, Michigan. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. Butcher, is there any hope for anything for the New York Jets going on right now? Nope. <laughs> Okay. Nope. Is that the kind of nope that says 0 and 16? (laughs) At this point in the game, I think they're hoping for 0 and 16 just so they get a draft choice out of the debacle that is. My God. So, Mishy, before uh, you start crying, before you start, you know, wipe your ass, wipe your ass. Um, They got this, they got this kid. They got this kid who I think they're gonna say, "Hey, kid, come on! You're gonna would you want to be the future?" LaMichael Perrine, I think his name is. You can call him Perrine. It's Perrine, up to you. Perrine, Tomato, Perino. Hey, <laughs> he's gonna start getting more carries than Frank Gore. Frank Gore is just gonna play for another thirty-two years and become the all-time leading rusher. Mitchy, come on, let's find something. Let's find a ray of light in this pile of crap in the Jersey um, swamps. The ray of light. I'll tell you what, what's going to happen in this game, I made a reference to it. Um, Mahomes is a premier player, might not play by the end of the third quarter. The backup will be in there. All your fantasy points will be in the books, and it'll be close to 40-plus points for Mahomes. The question is, Sammy Watkins, is he playing? Sammy Watkins is playing. What are you going to do? What are you going to wait? Uh, Tariq Hill is a touchdown maker. Um, Hilaire, the running back, is a touchdown maker in the air. Le'Veon Bell is a touchdown maker in a super revenge. Andy Reid could give a damn about your emotions, Jet fans. And they're going to hammer. They're going to hammer the Kansas Kansas City Chiefs are going to hammer the Jets to take revenge for 1969 when the Kansas City Chiefs were the best team in football and the Jets under Joe Namath made a deal with the devil to win the Super Bowl. They're going to that far. And they are going to hammer them to the point of embarrassment. Um, if Darnold plays, it doesn't matter. If Blacko plays, it's a Kansas City uh, INT for a touchdown. Uh, Perrine has got nowhere to run. They got no one to catch the ball. 
they got a kicker and they got a punter. The punter on the New York football jets. Let me see if I can find his name right here. You know what? He's not even listed. He should, he's like their MVP. And uh, we couldn't even tell you. He's going to get the most work and the more, most airtime. Jets would be lucky to score a field goal in this game. Hmm. But I mean to tell you, I don't know what the record is for ineptitude. I think 73-0 is the all-time record for ineptitude in the National Football League. And that was in the 1940s, if I remember. It could have been the late 30s. And the Redskins were involved. They beat the Bears in a championship game. It was great. They had sneakers on. The Bears couldn't run in the snow. Different story for a different time. The Jets are going to get smoked. In and in, you can take, you can give, you can be the Jets and take thirty points. You're still not going to be close in this game. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, it's terrible. Michy. Oh, Michy. ask me if I'll be wearing my jet gear for this game, Mister Kibasa. Mishy, can I ask you a question? Yes. Let me ask you a question. Sure. Uh, will you be wearing your jet gear for this game? I will. Of course will you will. Because, of, because I have no choice. And I'll be watching this game for fantasy football reasons. I'll be watching this game because uh, I'm a glutton for punishment. And, you know, Mahomes is uh, Mahomes is the man. And Mahomes put up 40. Michy's getting beat. And uh, you 500 bucks. I'll be watching this game. And I already said that Mahomes is putting up 40. And I'll go in the freezer, pull out five crisp ones, and make sure FedEx gets them for, uh, you know, Monday afternoon. (laughs) Shit. And I'm going to eat, and I'm going to drink, and I'm going to celebrate pro football. I'm going to celebrate fantasy football and my Jets. You know what? I'm just going to have to get over it. I'm just going to have to get over it. Get out your 1969 New York Jet wastebasket and just hug it tight. And hope for the best. Um, there's a reason it got dents in there. Butcher, I'll send you a picture of it. But there's a reason it's got dents in there. It's from the squeezing, the love, and the crying. It's <laughs> rusted from the tears. Oh, my goodness. Right. It's been a long time. It's been a really long time. Butcher, do you have anything positive about my uh, JETS Jets? Or is it just... Is, no. Am I, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. As desperate as I am for uh, quarterbacks, uh, yeah, no, uh, not that desperate. <laughs> no, Sam, th- there's no help. There's no skill, guys. Um, anybody gonna anybody gonna say that Mr. Gase is gonna be fired after this game? We've been saying it for weeks. I don't know why he's not. If he, he's made it this far, why why not keep him? I don't know. Because they're gonna have a sure. new co- at this rate, they're gonna have a new quarterback who's gonna refuse. Who's gonna pull a uh, Eli and refuse to play for him? Although, if I had a chance to go to be be the man in New York, why wouldn't I? You know, because they're the Jets. I know, but maybe what if they, they get rid of Gase at the end of the year and they bring in somebody who knows what they're doing and and um, get an offensive line in front of them? Hey, you never know, man. You never know. You gotta keep hope alive. And as we keep hope alive, we'll head through it all. And Hello. butcher. Thanks for debuting the Butcher Black. Keeping it real, being the voice of reason. We always Only like having you. Guys. That's right. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Your secret's safe with us. Good. All right, Butcher. Hopefully, we'll see you next week. All right. You guys take care. You too. Good lucky week, get Butcher. Go get it. Right. Go get it. Bye bye. There she goes, the champ butcher, riding on out the door on her brand new theme song, Mishy.
We got things laid out, dude. We got things we laid do. out. Got took care of we business do. there. And now there's probably only one thing to do. I'm going to grab my kettlebell and do some kettlebell swings real fast. I'm going to tape them ankles, ankles pre-taped. I understand. Ankles taped up. I'm going to get my hamstrings massaged and a sleeve on both of them. Maybe some heat, cold, heat, cold, or whatever you're supposed to do. Don't forget your sip of water now, Mr. Kibasa. Let me get a sip of water from my... I've been drinking. I've been filling up a pitcher of water every day because I had to drink more water. When you're uh, thirsty, you're already dehydrated. Everyone knows that. I'm just. Everyone knows that. I'm just reminding you. It's a football season. You drink a lot of beer. Don't forget to drink some water. Hydration's never been more important than it is right now, America. Right? No, you keep yourself healthy. You load up with some vitamin C. You stay healthy for the rest of the football season. Enjoy your fantasy football, and we'll deal with it. Whatever comes our way, health, healthfully. Together, we're gonna find our way. <laughs> you and I together. Taking the time each day, watching Rick Schroeder on a TV show from the early 80s. Enough of that. Let's get to it, everybody. We're going to go into the lightning round here on Fantasy Football Ferocity Week 8, where we let Mitchie loose for three minutes a game, tearing through the Week 8 buffet of games we'll talk about every team that's left that we haven't talked about so far except the cardinals the football team the jaguars and the oilers three minutes at a time bye week hell bye week hell for everybody and we're gonna start at the ass end of lake erie where the five and two buffalo bills hope to Set some records against the Patriots because they're sucking right now. Who knows what's going to happen. Mishy, let's talk about Bills, Patriots for three minutes. Start right now. This is, uh, there's been some commentary, Mr. Kilbasta, that uh, Tom Brady is now uh, the reason why Belichick is such a good coach. And it's laughable to me. This is the time of year where the, um, New England Patriots make the best adjustments in pro football. Patriots were embarrassed. Cam Newton, um, Cam Newton hasn't had a good game since he was on the COVID list. They're injured. There's not a lot of talent there, and on the offensive end, and Buffalo's on a little bit of a slide. This is going to be an interesting game and in a battle of the coaches to put their players in situations to succeed. And I want to tell you right now, Cam Newton. Mr. Kilbasa is a 20-point scorer. Mm. My question to you is, is Mr. Allen in Buffalo a 20-point scorer yes. for the Buffalo Bills? I think the Buffalo so, Bills right. are going to come out swinging. Oh, they'll be swinging, but they'll be snapping their fingers because the hoodie's going to be one step ahead of them. Um, the running backs for Buffalo are highly questionable. Devin Singletary, you were wishing on a dream that he was going to be a one. And he's not. Um, Zach Moss is supposedly getting healthy, but you can't start him and trust him against New England. Um, Josh Allen's your leading rusher on that team. That kind of says it. and That's not good enough. 
Stefan Diggs is your must start. You got him. He's, he leads the league in yards. Not enough touchdowns. This week, Stefan Diggs is a touchdown maker, America. So Allen is 20-plus points, according to Mr. Kibasa. I'm with you. But Stefan Diggs is the only other contributor. On the flip side for the New England Patriots, what are they going to do? What are same they situation, do? Same situation, same ball and chain. They're going to figure out the offense. Are they going to run Cam Newton like they did early in the season and uh, look for Damian Harris to pick up some touches? Yes. Uh, James White hasn't contributed in weeks. America, James White is a touchdown maker against the Buffalo Bills this week. And I can't tell you which tight end, the which of the rookie tight ends is going to be a touchdown maker, so I'm not going to say it. The idea that Cam Newton is a 20-plus point fantasy man returning to his early season form is what I'm trying to inform you and the rest of America, Mr. Kielbasa. Mm -hmm. Patriots are winning this game. Cam Newton is a starter. And the Patriot defense is going to find a way to sack Josh Allen to be a double-digit defense. And a lot of people are, are suggesting that's not the case. Cam Newton, Patriot defense, Josh Allen, because you say so, Stephon Diggs, because he's that good. Patriots are winning this game, and there's something wrong in Buffalo. Look out. Oh, the, the descent begins today, this weekend, for the Buffalo Bills, according to Michi. And that's all mm -hmm. we'll say about that, because we got places to go, mainly northern Kentucky, where those gosh darn Bengals, they just won't go away. Like a rash that you don't have enough cream for. The kid <laughs> is a, for real, man. The kid's for real. But they're playing a real football team this week, Michi. The Cincinnati Bengals are hosting the Tennessee Titans. Oh, yeah, boy. Are. Titans, Bengals. Let's talk about it, Michi, for three minutes. Starting now. You know, for, for certain people in the country, this is a local rivalry. You could drive to either stadium. Um, different divisions, but Tennessee and Cincinnati, 5-1, and 1-5. One, one um, on paper, this is Tennessee's game to win. You saw the way they lost last week. That was rather embarrassing. You saw that the Bengals got beat by the Browns and still lit the world up with points. Joe Burrows, for real. It's a bye week. You're going to start them. Um, the running back situation is unique because Joe Mixon, why you drafted him, no one knows, but you drafted him to be your one. You didn't listen to Mr. Kilbasa. You didn't listen to Michi. Joe Mixon may or may not play. So you're going to have to keep an eye on that. And the idea that Gio Bernard, as we said on this program last week, is a touchdown maker is still in play because Gio is a touchdown maker in this game. The wide receivers for the Cincinnati Bengals are the ones that are probably the most interesting thing to me, Mr. Cabasa. You got uh, the formerly great A.J. Green still getting the ball thrown to him, still not catching anything. So he's not rostered. A.J. Green is a touchdown maker this week. Uh, last week, um, what was that young man's name? T. Higgins continues to evolve. Not a touchdown maker. Yes, a touchdown maker. And everyone's favorite PPR guy, Tyler Boyd, is also going to be a touchdown maker. And what does that say to you? It says to you there's a lot of love for the Cincinnati uh, Cincinnati Bengals. 
There's a lot of fantasy love for the Cincinnati Bengals. And this game is going to be pretty tight, in my opinion. The difference maker is the running back, Mr. Henry. How are how are the Cincinnati Bengals going to handle that man, Mr. Kabasa? Can they handle that man? That's what I'm asking. No, they can't. Can handle anyone handle Derrick Henry? No. Is Derrick Henry a two touchdown maker this week, Mr. Kabasa? He's definitely going to have a lot of yards, and I hope they don't go weird and pass it on the goal line unless they just start passing it in the red zone. He's definitely going to have two touchdowns. Yeah. The reason, the only reason they would be throwing is if Cincinnati comes out and does like they did against the Cleveland Browns, um, and that is get up and make it a aerial show. And for that reason, I'm starting Tannehill as a three touchdown maker. AJ Brown is a touchdown maker. John U. Smith is a touchdown maker. And some way, somehow, Derrick Henry is going to get his second touchdown, and it might be through the air. First team to 30, Mr. Kilbasa, in what's going to be a completely entertaining and fantasy football bonanza-filled pro football game. This is going to be a lot of fun. And you got starters on this team. Go ahead, take them, play them, and have a great time and win your game. What do you think about that, Mr. Kilbasa? All of a sudden, people like it, the, the The NFC North just has four good teams in it now. It's It's kind of weird. It's... I don't know. I wish I wish we were I wish the Browns were in the NFC West, East, the NFC least. But enough about that, Michigan. Yeah, with your lament. There's enough of your lament. Hey, I want to ask you a question though. Sure. Uh, did are we get uh, did we go through the Atlanta Falcons versus the Carolina game on Thursday night or did we just touch on it for our own fantasy <laughs> football teams? Michi, let's put her in reverse and head down to Carolina, Michi, because we're going to talk about the Thursday night game, the Falcons versus the Carolina Panthers. Hey, oh, oh, by the way, you know who has the most passing yards in the entire National Football League right now? No, who is that, Mr. Kibana? That would be Matt Ryan. Let's talk about it for no. three minutes starting now. No. This is a high this is a high flying fantasy football game, Mr. Kabasa. Thursday night football at its best. Julio Jones owns Thursday night. We spoke about it before. This will be quick. Todd Gurley should have fell down. He fell down when he was Los Angeles. He forgot to do that while he is in Georgia. Don't ask me why. It cost him another game. Totally ridiculous. This is gonna be a rough and tumble football game. Completely entertaining. And you got Matt Ryan, you sort of, you got Ridley, be prepared for Julio Jones to blow up. Um, you got Todd Gurley, you know, think about this, Mr. Kielbasa. Gurley fell into the end zone. You won your fantasy football game, but your team got beat, the Atlanta Falcons. Talk about heartache and heartbreak. Mm. I'll tell you what, give me them, with a team that's losing like the Falcons, give me them fantasy football points all day long. My goodness, the Jets can't get that. I take that from a running back. I don't care if we win or lose. We're going to lose anyway. Are we on shootout alert for this one? Oh, there's no question we're on shootout alert. Teddy Bridgewater is going to have a great game. Pick him up, start him as a bi-week guy. Um, the news on the uh, the running back who's hurt, Christian McCaffrey, is he's not going to play for a little while. Mike Davis is your start. Start Robbie Anderson with confidence. Hasn't had a touchdown in weeks. He's going to get one here. DJ Moore's a touchdown maker. Teddy Bridgewater could very well account for three-plus touchdowns. Three in the air, maybe one on the ground. Two in the air, one on the ground. It's the way I'm seeing it. 
And there's a kicker named uh, Joey Sly, Joey Sly from the Carolina Panthers, who will get you 10 fantasy points. I think Carolina is putting up 37 points, and the Falcons are going to be right with them to the end of this game. So start Matt Ryan and those wide receivers and another game with a lot of fantasy love. And give me a Chick-fil-A. Let's get the hell out of here. What you do know, you think? It's, uh, they, they should really – I mean, you throw a couple different stupid plays – their way in in Atlanta could be in the hunt, you know. There is uh, that's that's the fine line between winning and losing, Mister Kamasa. That's what you got to grow up. And as a football team, you understand what I'm saying. In America, these boys are not mature enough. Either that, or they're not talented enough. Either that, or they're not coached well enough, or all of the above. And they got skill, they got talent, and it'll be all on display. Um, who do you think is winning this game? Is the only question left over, Mister Kavasa? I think this that, is a nice battle. Yeah, this is epic. I think I think Atlanta is going to come through and they're going to win. All right, I got three Chick Fil A sandwiches and I got Carolina. Okay, you got me, Atlanta. Let me, let me write this down. Um, let's 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 a uh, sack full of. And I want a Dr Pepper this time too, please. Three Chick Fil A number ones. Yeah, man. Fillets yeah, brother. And Dr Pepper. Yes, sir. Let me take a look at the spread here real quick. I don't know if I want to go straight up on this one. All right. Atlanta Falcons, Carolina Panthers. You got it. Hey, I'm pressing a button here. I'll tell you in a second. So many buttons, America. So many buttons. The Falcons are getting two points. In this game, I'll give you the two points. Okay, I'll take the two points. Over under a fifty-one. So Las Vegas is saying it's saying you know a little bit less than Michi's saying. So for those of you playing FanDuel, take the over. Take the over. Take the over. Take the over. Bum, bum, bum. Where are we going after this? We got to get back to Sunday, Mister Kobasa. Carolina. Bum, 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 bum. Okay. Bum, bum, bum. All right, here. We went back in time. Now we're right back in the middle of Sunday afternoon. Heading way up I-75 to Steak Sandwich City. 500 football teams going at it. The Detroit Steak Sandwich City Lions taking on the Indianapolis Colts for a battle of something or other here. Hey, the, the... the Lions don't know what to make of themselves. The Colts don't know what to make of themselves. But, Mishy, we know what to make of them because we're going to talk about it for three minutes, starting now. There's absolutely a fantasy joy in this game as well. The The world is saying Detroit's fake. I've been telling people for weeks Detroit is better than they started, and it's being proven. Um, Old Man Rivers is not the answer he makes for great sound bites but he's not the answer for dude he had a great we, he had a great game last week he had like 300 and some add, yards he can add 300 and something yards and he can do all he wants but the colts are not playing great football they're four and two if i'm not mistaken let me have a quick look here they're four and two detroit is three and three detroit at home this is detroit's game and in the fantasy uh the fantasy ferocity the whole thing the running back. Oh, that was for, two weeks ago. Um, I'm sorry. He was on a bye. Yeah, there you ago. go. Because yeah. that's okay. I understood where you were going. Matt Stafford um, had a great game. 
Matt Stafford won a game because Atlanta messed up, yeah. then that's the nature of that. Three hundred and forty yards and a touchdown. Right. See, you had your you had your numbers right. You had your numbers right. I'm I'm starting Jonathan Taylor for uh the Indianapolis Colts. They had their bye week. This is Jonathan Taylor time. This has been on his bandwagon since the bandwagon was opened. And this is his week for a touchdown and a hundred plus. I'm going to put him in my starting lineup fantasy yards. He is in the kicker, Rodrigo, Rodrigo with the glasses. Blank and Chip, he's, he's your muscle. guy. You should know who he is. He's, he's my guy. I was just having fun thinking about those Bob Greasy-looking glasses he wears. And he goggles. is a fantasy football starter. Goggles. You, you, okay. And he's the starter. So the two kids, the kicker and the running back, are the only people I'm trusting for the Colts. Um, people are saying start the Colts D. I'm telling you that's a mistake. On the Detroit side of the ball, Matt Stafford, game-winning touchdown to Hawkinson. Pretty much you heard that right out of my mouth this time last week, America. And I'm going to tell you one more time. Detroit is going to win this game, but it's going to be Stafford to Minitron. It's going to be Stafford to Galloway. Two touchdowns, a buck fifty. Joe, Mr. Galladay is going to be at the, the top wide receiver in fantasy football, and Stafford should be in your starting lineup. The um, running back situation, you like you that you got old man Adrian Peterson. I'm telling you, it's the DeAndre Swift show. You have him, if for whatever reason you haven't picked him up yet, find him. This would be a week to go counter, saying the Colts defense is really good. Why am I picking up this kid? Because Matt Stafford's going to play winning football. Detroit's going to win this game about 24 to 17 and all the fantasy love that I just described will be what, what happens. Where can we, you write to me, call me, call Mr. Kabasa and say, thank you because that is people what's going to happen. Okay. And we're okay. getting cheese steaks and we're getting steak sandwiches and getting out. Mm. It's getting cold up there in Detroit. Right on time. Miss you right on time. <laughs> getting cold. Speaking of cold, let's keep going North. Let's go to the Green Bay where the Packers and the Minnesota Vikings are at an NFC North battle. Oh, Michi. (laughs) Green Bay and Minnesota. No love loss there. One of the oldest and most intense rivalries when there's people in the stands. But for now, it's a three-minute discussion that we're going to start right now, Michi. So you're telling me the Dome team, Minnesota Vikings, are going to play outside in Green Bay. That's what you're telling me, right? I'm telling you that. All right. Since 1960, these two teams have played each other, Mr. Kobasa. And for the price of admission, the Packers probably have a better record. In this game, Minnesota is going to get back. They're starting running back Cook. They got Adam Thielen. They got a quarterback who probably prefer to play outside. And I think the Vikings are going to give the, the Packers everything that they can handle. Um, the three men I just mentioned are the fantasy starters. When you see Cook is definitively back, definitively put him in your lineup. And if you need a flyer on a quarterback, the Minnesota quarterback is going to deliver 18-plus points. Not a great game, but not a nine-point game that you're going to get out of – or a six-point game that you're going to get out of Joe Flacco. you got options, take them. My question to you, Mr. Uh, Kilbasa, yeah, is can I apologize enough to Aaron Jones? I mean, to Aaron Rodgers, no, for all the things I've said about. I can't apologize enough to Aaron. Okay, you can all try. Right. So you can I treat, mean, keep on trying. 
Uh, Brother Aaron, I apologize. You are uh, you are the um, the wolf in sheep's clothing, man. You're just the real deal, and it's it's pretty awesome to watch. Devontae Adams back and healthy. What's he do last week, Mr. Kabasa? Blows up, blows up. He destroyed the whole world. For, oh, except for Tyler Lockett's world, which is saying something. And you're going to put those two in your starting lineup again. The question, the health of the rookie tight end of the Packers is what you got to look for. If he's healthy, you start him toying and whatever the kid's name is, I'll learn it because he's a touchdown maker if he plays. Aaron Jones, in, in from everything I heard, is coming back. And, and quite frankly, he's a starter too. So we're going to see two running backs you drafted highly ready to play. Be prepared to put him in your lineup. Be equally prepared to take him out of your lineup. Depends what we see as the week goes on. Um, the two WR1s, start them. They're fabulous. No defenses here. No kickers. Aaron Rodgers, If the only person you would start is probably Mr. Mahomes, um, just on paper. Stafford's going to have a better game than Rodgers statistically, but Aaron Rodgers coming off of last week, it's hard to bench him. So if you got Mahomes, there's your there's your toss up selection of the week. I happen and to Mr. have Kavasa, both of them I'm going to ask you. It, uh, that's why I, that's why I set it up yeah. this way. I'm going to ask you out of those two quarterbacks, the Green Bay quarterback or the Chiefs quarterback, who's having a bigger game in your eyes? Who are you starting against, Michy, this week? I'm starting Mahomes. To beat me. Even yeah, though I'm, I'm, I've only been batting about a hundred because Mahomes have had has had a couple low statistical games, but um, and, and are you still not going to say anything nice about Marquez Valdez Scandling? You still got nothing good he, to say about him, huh? No, he might be playing. They're going to get from what I understand. There, the health issues of the Packers uh, wide receiver Scantling, um, um, Lazard. They're going to, they're getting healthier. Lazard might play. I'm still not picking him up. Toynan, you know, you want, you know, if they say he's playing, you need a tight end. It's a good combination. But I see, uh, I see a pretty tight ball game and 24 points wins this game. A little bit suppressed. The running backs, Aaron Rodgers will get his two or three. The other guy will get his two or three. But this is going to be a tighter than a normal game. Um, no extra fireworks. Um, and I think the Packers squeak one out because Minnesota's not that good. All right. Let's get out of this terrible weather and head somewhere where it's still warm and not covered by a hurricane, Michi. Let's get on down to Miami. Two a time. The, the surprising Miami Dolphins hosting another Sunshine City team. The L.A. Rams are... Looking good, feeling good, coming into Miami, looking for a big win. But Tua Tagliavolia is going to say, hey, what about me? Hope my hip's still good. Michi, let's talk about Rams, Dolphins for three minutes starting now. There's two friends to this game, Mr. Cabasa. As you, as you can imagine, there's the pro football side and the fantasy football side. On the pro football side, we heard the lament of uh, someone's favorite facial hair being put on the bench, and now there's fantasy football problem. Wasn't that sad for everybody? He said it was. He was heartbroken. You know, uh, it was it was yeah, sad to see guy. I, I like shut the, shut uh, the hell I like off. Fitz Magic. He didn't so do, do anything I. wrong. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> you know, you don't give me. You know, I'm not interested in your emotional lament, Mister Fitzpatrick. It's been a tough year. Be prepared to play. Because it's two a time, sure. 
Did you pick up Tua time? Anybody in any of your leagues pick up Mr. Tua? Because I, I can't not. pronounce his last name. Tua Tagliavola. Yeah, that's the young man. The Dolphins are three and three. Fitzmagic is the is was the real fantasy presence. You got some love from the wide receivers. You got Gaston, who was surprising. Um, you got Kasiki, who can play hot and cold. And Miami did enough with Tua coming in against the Rams team. Um, to me, that's just not as good as they should be. Um, the Rams defense is what's what's going to make or break this game. Um, they're going to make or break that rookie. If you have a defense to start on the road, I'm starting a Rams defense. In fact, I'm probably starting a Rams defense against you this week, Mr. Kilbasa. And they are going to score a defensive touchdown against the rookie. They are going to have four or five sacks. And they are going to do enough on offense to win this game. Um, This is a real tough matchup for any rookie quarterback, and especially one starting their first game at home. I think that the uh, Rams are going to take care of the business. The running back, which running back's a touchdown maker? I couldn't tell you. Um, there's a problem at wide receiver now. So Cooper Cup is now the hot hand. And Mr. Reynolds is a touchdown maker. No one's going to pick him up. No one's going to start him. And you're going to miss out. But I would start Mr. Cup. I think he's going to be a touchdown maker. I'm going to say Henderson, Henderson, Henderson is a 90-yard uh, gainer on the, on the ground. Two weeks ago, it was Henderson. Last week, it was Brown. This week, it's Henderson's turn. And if you like um, the quarterback there and you're desperate, go ahead and start a Rams quarterback. But I think his effects are going to be an 18-point game, no more, no less. And it's the defense for the um, Rams that are going to win this game. And I have absolutely no love because of that rookie quarterback coming in for any of the position players that you would start in fantasy football for the team from Miami, mm. the Dolphins. Wow. So it's too too volatile a situation. So you're hoping that my guy, Miles Gaskin, doesn't have a good game, basically, because I'm playing him against you, my RB team. Um, you know, we could, um, we could say that's the truth. Um, <laughs> we can say that is what I'm wishing and hoping and dreaming about, but it's not. This is a game. Uh, this is a game for grown men, and two is coming in, and this is going to not. This is this is the most difficult proposition of his life, and the Rams defense is good enough to force turnovers, to sack this kid, to confuse him, and I don't believe the Dolphins defense is going to be uh, good enough to even stop the Rams and Jared Goff, who misses five throws that he should make in every game. Fucking unbelievable that he's still a starting quarterback with the way he throws the ball. But he shows up there. He shows up enough. And um, this is a game. This is a game the Rams win. And uh, again, the Rams defense is a big play for me. If they're available anywhere or not, go find them. I think it'll be a really quality fantasy football move. And it'll be a move that helps me beat you in week eight fantasy football. <laughs> Enough time in the 315 or whatever the area code is down there. Let's get the 305. 305. Bang that gong, Michi. I'll give you one more because of my defense, it's going to beat you. I talk about it every week, Mr. Cabas. I talk about how defense is uh, you can pick up the right defense, you can win games, you can win more than enough games to make the playoffs. You pick up the right defense, you can be a champion. I've seen it happen. 
And this week it's happening to you. And this week it's happening to you, Pally. Oh, Michigan. Johnny Kielbasa squaring (laughs) off in fantasy football this week. A whole lot of furniture is going to get broken. Speaking of broken furniture, here's an ugly, hard-fought, smash-mouth slobber knocker we got coming up. The battle for the top of the AFC North. Up in Baltimore, the Baltimore Ravens are taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers in a game I hope both of them lose somehow, but I know that's probably not the case. Let's hope for a tie. I think that'd be better for everybody, but let's talk about it for three minutes, Michie. Starting now. Undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. I am going to take their point of view, Mr. Kielbasa. The 5-1 Baltimore Ravens, if you would be so obliged, is to take their fantasy football point of view. Is that okay? Sure. This is where I'm starting, Mr. Kielbasa. Both these teams are noted for their defenses. Both these defenses are going to suck. And this is going to be a schlabernaka. This is going to be the first team to 30. This is going to be old-fashioned football. I'm starting Ben Roethlisberger as a top seven fantasy football guy. I'm starting Connor as a top six, and I mean 85 yards, one, maybe two touchdowns, which would make him a top three. Mr. Connor's huge in this game. Um, I am liking Juju Smith-Schuster and Eric Ebron to both catch touchdowns for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I don't know how and I don't know why, but it's going to come down to a kicker at the end of this game. And I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure, but it might not be the Steelers kicker. I mean, it's going to be a 37 to 33 game, Mm. 34 game. And I'm looking forward to it. Um, a lot of fantasy love for the guys you drafted, the guys you love, and have no fear about both these vaunted defenses. That's what Michy's here to tell everybody. Start your starters. What do you got on the Ravens side of the football, Mr. Kavasa? Well, the game? Ravens are well-rested coming off a bye week, and, of course, they've got Lamar Jackson. If you've got him, you're yeah, definitely going to put him back in your starting lineup unless you've got one of three guys. Mark Ingram still nursing an injury, so what does that mean? Do you want Gus Edwards because he's been sitting there on the waiver wire all year? I don't know. J.K. Dobbins will get you a few points. Marquise Brown, of course he's going to score a touchdown. Mark Andrews, my man coming off yes. of a injury. Hey, he's got he hears footsteps behind him because Nick Boyle is no slouch, but <laughs> I'm going to keep going with Mark Andrews because I drafted him. He did good. What about Blind Willie Sneed? Forget about it. Justin Tucker, the kicker, my kicker, the kicker that's going to beat your ass Sunday because he's going to kick about four field goals and three extra points, whatever that comes out to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're telling me, Mr. Mr. Kilbasa, Justin Tucker is your starter. Your quarterback, Lamar Jackson, is your starter. Um, Hollywood Brown is going to get is going to get down, and he is available on the free agent wire. If you're having like some problems, there's a name, America, who might still be sitting there. Um, and based on what I'm hearing, we're kind of on the same page. There's going to be some points scored here. Um, you think I think that Tucker is the guy who's going to win this game? And again, another player that could beat Michi in the Kabasa Michi matchup. Try and say that three times. And 
I think this is going to be a heck of a ball game, and everyone's going to be watching it. You agree with that, Mr. Cabasa? The mud, the blood, and the beer machine. And he getting beat by a, by a kicker. Surprise, surprise. I wish this surprise. game was on Monday night so Justin Tucker could kick a game-winning field goal that would have me beat you. But sadly... That's not going to be the case, but that's going to be a good game. But unfortunately, it's on the same time. Both of our teams are playing, so we'll probably end up catching reruns of that. But hey, what the hell? Let's get to the 4 o'clock games. Let's head to Chi-Town. The Bears finally got showed up. They finally got exposed last week, and they're... they're welcoming the team that everybody wants to put out the past year. But not so fast. Because the New Orleans Saints, if they're still there, if they haven't been wiped off the map by now with the hurricane. And hey, if you're down there in New Orleans, we're thinking about you here in the Sausage Hut. Let us know if there's sure. anything we can do for you. Sure. Saints, Bears, three minutes. Starting now, Mish. Well, we're going to do something nice for our friends in New Orleans right now. We're going to tell them that Take some solace that you're going to Chicago. I'm, I hope you get out of town in time, but you guys are playing the Bears, and you have to win a game if you're the Saints. The Saints have not been playing good football, and they're still sitting at 4 2. The Saints are having problems with Michael Thomas. Two ways to look at it one, he's a knucklehead, two, he's got a serious injury. Go Either way, he probably will not be playing this week, and you need to be prepared for Michael Thomas not playing again. Manuel Sanders isn't playing. Traquan Smith is your deep threat. Traquan Smith. I mean, raise your hand if you ever picked him up and cut him in fantasy football. The answer is no. So what are you doing? You're starting Alvin Kamara to be the number one running back in fantasy football for another week because that's what you got. You got Jared Cook and you got a bye week problem? Plug in Jared Cook. Touchdown maker. And the young man named Will Lutz. If he's available, he's probably not. But Will Lutz is a double-digit scoring machine. I mean, three field goals, two or three extra points sounds familiar. I just dumped him. Well, you got to you, – you, we already <laughs> spoke about your kicker. You were had an abundance of kickers. Yeah. Um, Drew, Drew Brees, Mr. Kabasa, plus or minus 20 fantasy points for Drew Brees against the Bears. He's either going to have four touchdowns or four interceptions. I can't decide if, if the – the Bears defense is playing as good as it can. They're going to take away that dink and dunk stuff. I mean, they should. They should force him to throw the ball down the field, and they should force the Bears to well, run up the middle. That's what they should do. Well, if that's the case, and it's a trick-or-treat addition in the saucy shot, and we're sending love to the Hollands, Drew Brees is throwing three touchdowns, people. Mm. And one is going to Jared Cook. One's going to Kamara. And our surprise pickup right here on the sausage hut, Trey Quan Smith, 85 plus, may even get a buck 35 and a touchdown. Saints are going to come out and play some football. Why am I saying that? Because Chicago, screw you. Your team has got a wow. winning record. I'm sorry, Chicago. Your team has got a winning record and you're not that good. Your defense can be beat. Drew Brees is smart enough. Coach out there is smart enough. The OC out there is smart enough. And you're not playing like the Rams' Jared Goff who missed six passes. You're playing Drew Brees who's not going to miss those six connections. And he's going to put so much heat on your defense. And Nick Bowles can't cope. 
Um, David Montgomery is going to touch the ball. If you got him, start him. Touchdown maker. Allen Robinson's in concussion protocol. Is he playing? I'll tell you what, probably not. That leaves the superstar Jimmy Graham, Ted Ginn Jr., your favorite 401k player card, Ted Ginn Jr., and Anthony Miller. And Anthony Miller to drive the boat in New Orleans. Go get it. Survive the storms. Be good to yourselves. Happy Halloween. Go to five and two. And uh, screw you, Chicago. You're overrated. New Orleans beating you on the road this week. I think the Bears love hearing everybody say they don't deserve to be there. Nick Foles wants everybody to hate him because he knows how it feels. Chicago likes people hating him because they know how it feels. And Corderell Patterson, your your 401k guy that you didn't even yes, mention. Yes, one of my favorite some, players. He's going to steal a touchdown this week. He might return a kickoff for a touchdown. I don't even know. But we'll find out because that's all we're going to say about that because we're heading to the Pacific Northwest. Got it running down my are we? With the angry, we are. the angry, angry, angry Seattle Seahawks who lost a Man, a great game last week. It was a great football game to watch unless you're a Seahawks fan. Those Cardinals, look out. And look out if you're in the NFC West, man. The NFC West is the opposite of the NFC East. NFC NFC East. They got uh, their records are 2 and 4 and 1, 2 and 5, 2 and 5, 1 and 6. Out West, 5 and 1, 5 and 2, 5 and 2, 4 and 3. And down there at the bottom, right there in the Peloton right there. The San Francisco 49ers are riding a two-game winning streak up north of Seattle, Michi. Oh, boy, yeah. this has got the makings of a good one, if you ask me. But I have a feeling if they're at, if you're going to ask you, I think you're going to think that this is going to be a squash match. Let's talk about it for three minutes starting now. Your mind reading skills. Your mind reading skills. The, uh, the best defense on the field is the 49er defense. Um, they got their cornerbacks and a little bit healthier in the defensive backfield. They've won two games in a row. They have major problems still with injuries. Um, the wide receivers are in question. The running backs are in question. The one man who's not in question is all-world Greg Kittle. Uh, he, Greg Kittle. Greg Kittle may set a record uh, of some type or another in this game for receptions, for touchdowns, for yardage, for stiff arms. Um, Greg Kittle is the must start. If you're in a situation where you think you've got a quarterback problem and you want to show some love to someone you haven't loved all year, don't go to Jimmy Garoppolo. Just don't. There is too many question marks um, for the 49ers and their wide receivers. I picked up Ayuk, A-I-Y-U-C. Young man is big, strong version of Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel is out. I'm taking Ayuk to be a touchdown maker. Kendrick Bourne, you're not going to start him. You picked him up. Don't worry about it. The young man named Trent Taylor, who's finally healthy, is going to be a contributor. You're going to start him. Don't worry about it. All it adds up to is this. If you picked up uh, Jamichael Hasty and you're going to start him. I did. Jarek McKinnon. McKinnon. I know you are, and I wanted to say to you, Jarek McKinnon will be the guy leading the charge and the running back you want to start in this game. Garoppolo, 20-plus points, you bet. 
because Greg Kittle is the must-start play. And just remember, America, the 49ers defense is the best defense on the field here. Last week, you saw Russell Wilson throw three interceptions. He probably won you and potentially lost you a fantasy football game with those mistakes at the end. You saw the play where DK Metcalf and our man Buda Baker chased him down. DK Metcalf was basically shut down in that game. Fantasy football notation. I had a game against a guy who had DK Metcalf, Mr. Kilbasa. He caught it to a long touchdown that was called back by penalty. I would have lost that game if oh, that play wow. was back on the field. And it's fascinating. It's fascinating the things that can happen. This week, Tyler Lockett, who lit the world up and scored 50-plus fantasy points probably for you, um, maybe 40-something fantasy points depending on your league. Um, the chances of him doing it back-to-back don't exist. The idea that DK Metcalf is going to have a big game, that's the one you want to focus on. Russell Wilson, you got him. You got to start him. Chris Carson, is he hurt? Is he not hurt? Carlos Hyde, is he hurt? Is he not hurt? Travis Homer, is he hurt or is he not hurt? Rashad Penny, is he back? No. They got, they're going to throw the ball all day. So Metcalf is your man. Lockett will get his. Greg Olson and Disley and Hollister will separate it. And I'm calling for an upset. I'm calling for the 49ers to win this game. You were, and congratulations, you were right about Jeff Wilson. Unfortunately, he had a great game and got hurt. So nice oh. knowing you, Jeff Wilson. And nice I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, good job. And you're kind of hoping that that man hasty. I'm going to call him Mick Hasty or Mac Hasty. I don't know why, but that's what I want to call him. Okay. Um, I, you know, people are picking him up. People got him on their, you know, people hear his name and the buzz and stuff. And I'm here to tell you, it's McKinnon's play, people. That's mm. the way it's going to be. And the 49ers are winning this game. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the poor defense of the Seattle Seahawks is going to come to the forefront and they're going to start to fade. Russell Wilson's going to throw the ball more. There's going to be more fantasy love. Um, things to keep an eye on. I'm taking the 49ers to win this game. What we got next, Mr. Kibasa? Okay, now we're heading already to the Sunday night turd fest. <laughs> turd on the run. Let's go down to your favorite place on the East Coast. The Philadelphia Eagles hosting whatever is left of the Caballeros. Oh, sorry about your luck, Dallas. Oh, you feeling the heat, Zeke? Oh, do you not like your new coach, Zeke? Oh, are you not focused as you should be? Oh, oh, sorry, Cowboy fans. Are you still sad that Dak was kicking ass and now he's out for the year? Oh, so sorry. So sorry. But fortunately for both of these teams, the NFC least is so bad that these guys are practically tied for first with two wins. It's awful. It's horse shit. And we're going to talk the about The winner of this game minutes. will be in first place. The winner of this game will be in first place at the end of the weekend, Mr. Kabasa. It's a travesty. Oh, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. Um, we talked about the Danucci effect. Danucci, Danucci, Danucci. Hey, is the new starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Problem with the quarterback is we said, uh, problem with the Cowboys, uh, is, as you said, there's you know, no Dak Prescott. It just shows you how valuable he is. Andy Dalton took a cheap hit. And for a dollar, Mr. Kibasa, I would have put a I would have sent someone in someone in from the sidelines with a bounty on that guy's head, Bostic. 
and I would have started bitching and moaning and trying to start a fisticuffs on the field after that hit. No, and they none didn't. Of the and none of them, they didn't blink in on like, oh, and, man, Andy Dalton. And their quarterback is now scrambled eggs. It's almost like they haven't gotten over that Dak Prescott is hurt. That's the way they're playing. And as a professional football team, that's just immature. Really it's sad. immature. It's and really sad. You know who that's the backup is? You know who Ben DiNucci's uh, backup is? The, no, who's the backup? The, the former Cleveland Browns practice team quarterback, Garrett Gilbert. Well, all right. All right. If it gets down the, to uh, them, man, forget about it. Forget about it. The uh, the bad news, and I'm just going bad news for the Cowboys. The bad news is it's the Danucci effect. The bad news is the Eagles' defense is a must-start. The bad news is the Eagles' defense is a defensive touchdown maker because the Danucci effect don't mean shit. Oh, there's a finally a defensive touchdown. Okay. There's a couple of them, but not many. The uh, the Amari Cooper program may come to an ending. Uh, there's rumors that Cooper's out of Dodge as this thing continues. C.D. Lamb, you like him? All these fun things. The Danucci effect, nothing. Michael Gallup went from a stud last year to nothing to the Danucci effect. Forget it. Darton, Dalton Schultz, you always thought he had something. You liked his name. You liked him with Dak Prescott. Schultz, nothing. The Danucci effect. Ben Danucci, the Danucci effect. There is no love. You've got Greg Zerline, one of the great kickers, the only person to score points for the Dallas Cowboys last, last week was the kicker. And this week they get to play a team that can play some defense in the Philadelphia Eagles. Mr. Cabasa, I'm completely impressed with the quarterback out there in Philadelphia. Um, I just think he's tough as nails. And Carson Wentz is 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 real nice player. Miles Sanders, you got him, you drafted him. He's still not practicing. Boston Scott, your replacement, must play because the Cowboys' defense is bad. Um, the wide receivers, they got Flam, Travis Fulgham. I want to call him Flem. They got they got nothing but hurt locker. Richard Rodgers is your only tight end. Carson Wentz is your must start. Boston Scott is your must-start if you got him. The Eagles' defense is a must-start. And for a storied rivalry, two teams that are two or three games below 500, two teams that whomever wins is going to have three wins in the top of the division after eight weeks. This is the Sunday night game. Ah, the ghost of Norm Van Brocklin. The memory of Jerry (laughs) – I was going to say Jerry Jones – the memory of Jimmy Johnson and Troy Aikman. I'm st- I'm not watching this game. I'm not watching this game. I'm watching it for fantasy football highlights on my phone, Mission. and I'm finding else something else to do. Yes, sir. There's got to be some sort of food besides a Philly cheesesteak that you can eat in the city of Philadelphia because we're betting on this because I'm predicting a Dallas Cowboys victory. Fuck the world. Cowboys are winning this one. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, Philadelphia has so many good things going, and we can get a nice, thick lamb chop in Philadelphia, downtown, if it's open, downtown. How about a rack? We can get a nice, oh, okay. Rack of lamb. Uh, what's that crown, right. Crown? Uh, that, how they do it though, so it looks like a crown? Yeah, you kind of take the things off the end, and you and you burn them, and you put the little chef's hat on the other end, yeah. end of them. 
What's the, what's that called? That, some vegetables. And uh, with that, we have to have some mixed drinks. Don't you think, Mr. Kobasa? Yeah. Uh, maybe 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 some bourbon till we're happy. Um, Manhattan? Well, no, that wouldn't be appropriate, would it? That's <laughs> eh, not too bad. But let's drink some bourbon and have some lamb and maybe some potatoes. Yeah, bourbon. Uh, let's yeah. say a, um, what would be a good bourbon drink? Um uh, we'll let the house choose old it. Fashions. We'll tell, old fashions. You know, you know, we'll let the house choose it. Um, we'll yeah. have a lovely meal. And you're telling me that the Cowboys are going to shock the world. Is, is Ezekiel Elliott a touchdown maker, or does yep. he get? He's got two. Too? Yep. No, he's gonna. He's got a. He's mad. He's got a lot to make up for. He's gonna have a great game. He's gonna show everybody that he still cares a little bit. So there are two offensive linemen allegedly coming back for the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. So with three-fifths of their starting O-line, that's going to be a difference, and the Danucci effect is going to be muted because Ezekiel Elliott's touching the ball 35 times and then thus carrying Team Michy to victory over Mr. Kobasa. Dalton Schultz, the tight end, is going to have a big game. You already said that. Schultzy. Danucci's going to go to him over and over and over and over and over and over again when he's not handing the ball off. I guarantee a Cowboys well, victory. I'm not saying I what. like the Cowboys because I don't, but I think they're going to win this I'll game. I'll tell you what, that, I'm calling America, I'm calling for the Danucci effect, and we have a big rivalry here, and I appreciate the counterpoint, Mr. Cabasa. No question. Point. No question. Counterpoint. Michi and yep. Johnny Kobasa going at it on the fantasy football backyard turkey bowl trick or treat <laughs> special, whatever you want to call it. We got Freaking one more furniture. game the Monday Nighter. Tampa Bay. You can't count Tom out. That's all he does is throw touchdown passes. He's got a squash match coming up against the New Jersey Giants, whatever's left of them. Almost had a win last week, but they snatched defeat from the jaws of victory, and they're still only one game off the pace. As you heard in the Week 7 Football Minute, Michigan. Monday night, Monday night, Tom Brady's about unstoppable against the New York Football Giants. Here you go, Michigan. Kabam boom, three minutes, three and a half minutes, whatever you want. Last game of the week. Well, Daniel Jones had the primetime game on Thursday night. Didn't go too well for him. Daniel Jones has the week eight primetime game on Monday night. It's going to be just as ugly. The idea that Devontae Freeman is not playing is meaningless to me. Wayne Galman is your starting running back in America. I'd like to tell you he's going to have a good game, but I cannot. Um, Evan Ingram drops um, passes that he should have caught. He is he is as good as gone. The best news is for the Giants, uh, Sterling Shepard is back in the lineup. The worst news for fantasy football players and Sterling Shepard is he's playing against Tampa this week. Um, Graham Gano, the kicker, is not even going to get six points. This is not going to be pretty. On the flip side, I am starting the Tampa Bay defense. This is one of those matchups. I spoke to uh, Mr. Cabasa and the Butcher a little while ago um, how at the end of the year, the Cleveland Browns are playing the Giants in the first week of the playoffs and the Jets in the second week of the playoffs. This would be an example of being opportunistic, starting this defense 
And if you have any issues, you're going to win a fantasy football game with this defense. On the flip side, Tom Brady, Mr. Kabasa, plus or minus 24 fantasy points against the Giants defense. Plus. Rob Gronkowski, is he a touchdown maker again this week? For yes the or third no? week in a row, yes, he is. Only here in the sausage hut, Mr. Kibasa, and I want everyone to fucking know it. Only here in the sausage hut three weeks in a row. Ronald Jones is now split in time with uh, Leonard Fournette. Um, we're not going to sing any touchdown songs for Ronald Jones this week because Fournette is going to be the kind of player that the Giants can't handle. Uh, am I starting them? I would again. I would be a little patient, and if I got some problems, I'm starting Fournette over Ronald Jones. Mike Evans is kind of injured, kind of not, kind of got shut out last week. They need him. He will be a producer. Are you going to start him? Personally, you should have traded him. Personally, you should have never drafted him. Chris Godwin's got a broken finger, not playing, and that leaves your man, Scotty Miller. As a touchdown maker, as a Julian Edelman light, as a Wes Welker light, plug in Scott Miller into your lineup and get double-digit fantasy points, 80 yards, 90 yards, a touchdown, in a really good ball game. Again, I'm loving Gronkowski again this week. Um, Ryan Suckup is going to take everything he can, and Ryan Suckup is a double-digit kicker. Everyone has him available, Mr. Kabasa. That's the bottom line. And there is one man who was just signed by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers by the name of Antonio Brown. Do you remember him, Mr. Kielbasa? I I happen to, yeah. Now, Antonio Brown signed this week. You know he's not able to play. The question I have is, who in your league jumped to pick up Aaron Brown? Antonio Brown. Did someone say, yes, I got to have this guy? Yes, he's going to be a difference maker. Yes, yes, yes. And every league I was in, he was picked up. What about you, Mr. Kilbasa? Of course, yes. Wishful thinking. And by the way, Ronald Jones, my man, Ronald Jones, who we're not even going to sing about anymore, is the fourth leading rusher in the National Football League as of right now. Boy, can I apologize to Mr. Jones, his mom and dad, and his grandparents anymore? And and we're just saying we're just going to put him up on the shelf because Leonard Ford no, is going to be taking over now. No, I'm saying this is a this is a matchup that Leonard Fournette should excel in and outpoint Ronald Jones in fantasy football. All right, that's all I'm saying. You know, this, this very well what you're saying could be correct. This might be the kind of game where you could squeeze both of them into your starting lineup and get some fantasy love because the Giants ain't stopping the cold and is going to. The kind of team under Tom Brady where they, they just beat bad teams. They beat them miserably. Daniel Jones and the New York football giants have no chance. Start the men we mentioned. Start the tamper defense. And uh, just, gee, you know, sing happy days are here again because Tom Brady's got a winning football team and people are going to get overhyped. And, man. The sausage hut and fantasy football ferocity. Two things about Antonio Brown. Are you ready? Sure. Sure. One, the legal system is very funny because he has some cases pending. And what's going to happen is there's going to be appeal on the case that's pending. He's going to be allowed to play all football season. So don't worry about him getting suspended. Number two, it's a bitch. 
And Antonio Brown, as talented as he is, is going to have one good game, and then he's going to get pummeled, crushed, and we won't be seeing him anymore in 2020. Wow. One good game. So if you're picking him up with, uh, you know, visions of sugar plums and that you're smarter than the rest of the world, you'll get one week out of him, and that's about it. Because he's a knucklehead from the jump. And it didn't work once with Brady and Gronkowski in New England. There is no way in my mind anything has changed except the longitude and latitude of a situation in Tampa. And it's just, it's not going to work. I'm here to tell you it's not going to work. Go ahead and pick them up. Be cool. Be smart guy. Be warned. (laughs) Michi has said so. And Michi has said much on week eight, and that's where we're going to stick a big fork in that one and hang it up on the bulletin board. Take it to the bank. Take it to your mom's house. Take it to your grandma's house. Take it to the boys in the barn. Take it wherever you want to take it, Michi. Another great week of fantasy football. What do you say, buddy? It's fantastic. It's fantastic to be able to express myself. I laugh like a nobody's business and and enjoy it to no end. And I'm appreciative to share my insight. This is the Boston Greatest Fantasy Football Program in the world. Thank you very much. There you go. Let's put You can quote me. I quote you every week. And we're you can Thank quote you us too. Yeah, all those experts are quoting Mishy. Suck it, all you talking heads. You can have fun with all this crap because we're about to go big and people are going to start listening to us instead of listening to you. But if you're listening to us right now, thanks for listening. Thanks to Happy Halloween. Butcher. Thanks to Mishy. Happy Halloween, everybody. Wear a fucking mask, you idiot. <laughs> All kinds of masks. Stop pretending there's not a play going on. It's not helping. Wear a fucking mask and wash your fucking hands. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put my werewolf mask on and I'm gonna put one of them masks on in front of the werewolf mask and I'm going double duty on my mask this Halloween, Mr. Cabrasa. You heard it right here first, everybody. We'll see you in week nine!